just released figures show who splashed the campaign cash during last year's election. Third party promoters or lobby groups spent a staggering 13 times more last year compared to the 2020 campaign. Now lobby groups are required to submit spending of more than $100,000 and figures just released by the Electoral Commission show close to $2 million was declared in 2023. In-depth journalist Farah Hancock has been pouring over the numbers and she joins me in the studio. Kia ora, Farah. What are these third-party promoters and, and who were the big spenders during the election? Well, to start off with, a third-party promoter, it's not a political party. It's another group that wants to sway your vote in the election. And some rules apply. They're not allowed to spend more than $391,000. And as you mentioned before, if they spend more than $100,000, they have to submit their expenses. So the groups we're talking about now, these are the biggest spenders. And there's some really well-known names in the mix. There's the Taxpayers' Union, there's Hobson's Pledge, Family First and Groundswell. Council of Trade Unions is in there. There's um, maybe not so well-known, the Better New Zealand Trust that promotes electric vehicle use. But the biggest spender is a largely unknown entity. It's called Vote for Better, and it's spent 386000 So it just squeaked in under those spending limits. Okay, so what do we know about this group Vote for Better? Because most people will never have heard of it before. Absolutely. It seems to have come out of nowhere. So the person behind it is Tim Barry. What we do know about him is that he's a director of a bloodstock company and he has an advertising company which has done advertising for the horse racing industry. He's declined to give interviews, but he did answer some questions by email. However, it doesn't really shed much more light on his motivation. So most of the ads he ran were um, highlighting really worrying statistics about New Zealand, say bad crime rates, for example. And he said he did this because he wanted to give New Zealanders a complete picture so they could make an informed choice during the election. Now, he said the money behind the campaign came from donations from New Zealanders up and down the country, and it was a non-partisan campaign. He wasn't backing any particular party. Now, and... Most of the ads, you wouldn't have seen billboards. You might have seen them online or heard them online. They're on Facebook and YouTube and Google. And you might have noticed them because they've had a, some of them had a very distinctive AI voice with an American accent. I think we've got a clip that we can play of one. For universities... Have we got placement... Today, over 51,000 patients in New Zealand are waiting more than four months to see a specialist. That's three out of every 10 patients. New Zealand can do better. So that is one of them, is it? It's, a, it's an interesting accent, that's for sure. Um, should we be worried about democracy when you've got so many groups spending money to sway voters? I think it's something we need to be aware of. I mean, there's no limit on the number of third-party groups that can register. So we could have a 1,000 groups, for example, spending $391,000 each trying to influence voters. That's probably unlikely, but it could happen. The other thing to be aware of is political parties have to declare where large donations come from. These two third-party groups don't need to declare that, so we don't necessarily Regardless know. Regardless of the size of the donation, they don't have to declare? Oh, don't have to declare anything. Okay, and All Up, remind us, All Up, how much did these groups spend? So All Up, for the ones that spent over $100,000, we're looking at just about $2 million, and that's in comparison in 2020. 
the spend was 141000 So that's a, a massive jump. Now, this is just general election spending, not referendum spending. That's separate. But it's a huge jump from the last election. And I suppose it raises the debate and questions about whether they should have to declare the origins of their funds. Absolutely, especially when you have groups like Vote for Better where we just, we just don't know that much about them. Thanks for that, Farah. That's Farah Hancock.